0: Good morning and welcome fellow sovereigns. It's always difficult to know when to start, (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, um, so my first words might have been chopped off, or you might have been sitting there waiting. Uh, I will get it worked out one day. Today, I'd just like to tell you a story, a true story, about the power that we have of our thoughts. So I was uh, the editor of a magazine in the 1990s, and I was graced with uh, interviewing Carolyn Mace, my who's an American. Uh, she calls herself a medical intuitive. So she's written books, she does lots of public speaking, and she does kind of spiritual counseling, I guess you call it. And the story she told me is probably in one or more of her books, but this is what she said back then, was about a client who came to her. I'll call her Mary, just we don't know what her name was. And Mary was on her way home from work in New York. Rush hour traffic. It wasn't going as fast as anybody would really like, and people were getting huffy and puffy and just wanted to get home and angry, and people were pulling in, and just the usual human stuff going on in rush hour traffic. Anger and upset everybody's fault. And Mary was trying to stay calm and then the traffic stopped. So Mary relaxed and it turned out it was an accident and the traffic was stopped for some time. And people were getting out of their cars and they were fuming and getting angry and waving their arms and trying to ask what was going on walking up and down and uh, just the usual. (laughs) Human stuff, when there's nothing you can do about it, but we feel like we need to do something. Except that Mary did what others weren't doing. Mary sat in her car quietly and sent love to the people, whoever was involved in the accident. She just basically prayed, I suppose you'd call it, and sent love and sent her thoughts that... She hoped that everybody involved in the accident would be okay financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever. She just sent whatever came from her heart hoping that everybody would be okay. And that was it. People eventually went on their way. Now it wasn't it. About six months later, there was a knock on Mary's door. She opened it, and there was a lady with a huge bouquet of flowers for Mary to say thank you, that she was in an accident about six months previously, and she had been able to track Mary down and say thank you, and Mary was bemused, and let's come and have a cup of tea and tell me about this, so she did. So she said, I was in the accident, I was badly injured, and I was then in hospital for about three months, lots of internal injuries, I think. But she said, in the moment of the accident, I found myself leaving my body. I just went above my car, above everything. And I was looking down on the whole scene, every body, and what I could see was these masses, masses of acrid black smoke just anger and she she saw it as very, very tangible unpleasant smelling smoke just pouring up from all of these cars all of this anger that was going on but she says suddenly out of through this black smoke was this beautiful rainbow that came up from a car about five cars behind it just shot up into the air and then passed like beyond the sky almost And then back down onto my car, and it stayed there. This present, this rainbow was present, and it stayed there. And she said, I just felt peace. I felt an overwhelming presence, almost a presence of God, because I was very anxious with this black smoke. It was very unsettling. And then this rainbow just cut through that, and I felt okay. And I knew everything would be okay. And so while I was up there, I followed the rainbow back to the car where it came from, took a note, mental note, of the number plate. And when I came out of hospital, I tracked that number plate and it's yours, Mary. And I'm just here to say thank you for your rainbow of love, for your rainbow of healing. I don't know what you did but it changed how I felt in that moment. I was quite scared of all the black smoke and that rainbow just brought me peace. I knew that everything would be okay. And so I'm think, thanking you, and that's it. And so it behoves us to remember that every single thought goes out there either as, say, let's black smoke which is unsettling, or a rainbow of love. And every time we think of something positive or negative, it goes out there and it affects somebody. So for example, if we decide that we hate Trump or we hate Biden or we hate this politician or we hate this pharmaceutical company or we hate, um, I heard about yesterday, there's a, a new movement. And apparently some, label clothing companies, and they're putting, um, I don't know what they are, some kind of imprint thing on their clothing. So that if you say buy a shirt or a skirt or something, they can follow you for the life of that shirt or skirt. It's a tracking device. And so people are now up in arms, and there's this whole movement, don't buy whatever, the there's several labels, several well-known labels. So the idea is to Don't buy them because we hate them, bad, 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 bad. However, those negative thoughts about those companies increases their presence, if you like, their tangibility, and they will become more present in the world. So what's the alternative? Do we pretend that we love them? No. We simply shift our focus to what we do love. I'm grateful that I can have choices of what clothing I buy. I'm grateful I can buy second-hand clothing. I'm grateful that there are other clothing labels, if we need a label, that don't have the tracking devices on them. I'm grateful that I can buy generic clothing that probably doesn't have the tracking device. So we don't have to pretend that we love Trump or we love Biden or we love the pharmaceutical company or the clothing or whatever. We don't have to pretend that we love what we don't. We simply move our focus to what we do love, to what we do appreciate, for what we have gratitude for. And so we have this choice in every single moment. Do we send out, if you like, the black smoke, the unsettling, the or whatever, or do we send out a rainbow of love, a rainbow of healing, a rainbow of gratitude because it's going to touch somebody and probably more than one person and when we send out our gratitude if you like our thankfulness our love our appreciation our healing to people who have been in floods or whatever it makes a difference and we don't know where it goes we don't need to know because that Tracking, if you like, wherever our rainbow goes, is not up to us. It goes to where it needs to go. And so it simply behoves us to remember that every thought we have either increases what we don't want, or it increases what we do want. And do we want to make somebody else feel better? Do we want to make some aspect of the planet be better? It may be that we help trees and animals and plants, and I don't know. It's a simple choice about moving our focus from what we don't to what we do. And so I wish you all the love and all the rainbows that you can send out and all of the ones that you're receiving and feeling better from. And I bless you and all who sail in her.